Just relax. You having fun? Oh yeah, dancing. I'm good. Why? I can do the splits. No problem. Teach me. I can do it. You want me to break my leg? Go for something unusual. Something hard. Big surprise. Huge surprise. to Van Dam it's Jean-Claude. I'm your host Paul Schroyer and today we have a very special movie that we're going to be talking about. Cyborg. If you don't have enough money to make a movie like Mad Max then let's settle for Cyborg. A 1989 film made by Canon. Cyborg this is what it says about Cyborg here. It says, after the success of Bloodsport, Canon Films offered Van Damme the lead in Delta Force 2, American Ninja 3, or Cyborg. A cyberpunk martial arts movie directed by Albert Payan. Jean-Claude Van Damme stars as Gibson Rickenbacker. 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 I don't really know. That's a terrible last name. A mercenary who battles a group of murderous marauders along the east coast of the United States in a post-apocalyptic future. This film was a low-budget box office, box office success and led to two sequels, neither of which Van Damme appeared in. So that's what they say about Cyborg. Uh, I, I love this movie. I absolutely love it. Uh, Growing up, this was like one of my favorite movies. Uh, you know, obviously next to Bloodsport. So, as the thing stated, it's a post-apocalyptic. Uh, kind of feels like Mad Max if Mad Max just didn't care about location or uh, the budget of it. That's Cyborg. So, pretty much it opens up with uh, an exposition given by the bad guy in the movie, Fender. And he's talking about the plague. And he calls it the living death. Which kind of makes you think, like, are we going to watch a zombie movie? Because a plague takes over humankind and wipes out the majority of them. And they call it the living death. And uh, he even goes on to say that a cure has been found. And he's against the cure because he likes the dead. I guess that means he likes killing because he does kill an awful lot of people in this movie, but I'm not sure. Uh, so the movie takes place in New York City and it just says in the future. It doesn't give a date or anything like that. It just says in the future. And it starts out with 
slow motion run running scene of what looks like a bunch of WWE wrestlers. And they're chasing a guy. Uh, some of them have football shoulder pads with fur. They all have leather pants on because I guess leather is the thing of the future, apparently. Everybody wears leather pants in 80s future movies. And they, uh, they finally catch the guy and beat him up a little bit, all in slow motion. This movie has a ton of slow motion in it. Like, we'll get into that, though. Uh, all of a sudden, Fender uh, shows up, and he's asking the guy where uh, somebody is or what he's doing. And they have a little back and forth. And at the end, the guy who they chase down goes, Go to hell! And Fender takes his glasses off like uh, that's a dude in NCIS. And, or wait, he puts his glasses on. This is like the opposite of that then. He takes his glasses off and it shows his beautiful, very nice baby blue eyes. And he says, Been there. And then he kills the guy. I mean, that's crazy. So, after all that, then the title sequence comes up, and it's not very extravagant. It just says Cyborg, and then it shows all the people who's in it. But after the title sequence, it we finally see Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he's saving a girl from being... Well, uh, obviously being raped by three people because in every single Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, he's always saving people from being raped. I mean, that's like his M.O. So he's saving this girl from three dudes. He kills all of them and kicks their ass. And he finds out that the girl he saved is actually a cyborg. And she takes her wig off. And there's a bunch of uh, like robot, like real cheesy graphics for a robot. And... So, oh, I don't even have, I didn't even have the cyborg uh, thing up. Let me bring that up so people know what we're talking about here. Jeez. Sorry about that, guys. I've been having the worst tech issues ever. I had clips and everything pulled for this episode, and my computer crashed on me. Luckily, I'm using the Pointless Discussions computer right now, and I was able to get things set up. That's why I was so late. So, sorry about that. Anyways, you'll have to deal with it. No clips this month. Uh, I can't promise next month I'll have clips or not, but I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to maybe make Andrew uh, start doing some shit and helping me out. So, he's, uh, anyways, back to the movie, the whole point of this. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He finds out that the girl he saved was a cyborg who is the cure or has the information for the cure in her brain computer software not sure uh so <laughs> fender shows up finds um finds the cyborg uh collapses a building down on jean-claude van damme and captures the cyborg with the cure because he doesn't want the cure to get out there because he likes being a pirate Oh yeah, he's a pirate, by the way. We'll get into that. They don't really get into that for later on in the movie. Don't worry. 
So JCVD karate punches through the rubble and he gets out. And you think like he's going to go save the girl because he wants to find the cure, but it's not really the case. Uh, so Fender goes and he starts pillaging a village and catching it on fire because he admits he can't swim and hates the water. So I guess he decides to destroy a village to get a boat. And he gets a boat, loads... Pearl is the name of the cyborg. Loads Pearl up on the boat and they head off to... Uh, yeah. To get to Atlanta because that's where the scientists are for the cures in Atlanta. While they're walking up to the ship, though, this movie is full of ADR. Like, every... Everything is ADR, and it it's it's pretty bad. I don't even know if some of it's the voices of the people who are actually saying it. But he walks up and he's like making pirate noises to the while he's getting on the ship. He's like, "Oh, arg!" and uh, hoist the f whatever. I don't know what pirates say, but he was saying it, and it was terrible. So. Jean-Claude Van Damme comes up on a group of pirates and he kills them all and a, there's a girl who was held captive who tries to kill Gibson, who's Jean-Claude Van Damme's character, and he just knocks her out, doesn't kill her. And as he's sitting there waiting for this girl, this other girl that he, he's now rescued, that's two for this movie, he has a flashback to yet another girl that he re rescued at the beginning of the apocalypse. Sorry. The flashback shows that he is a mercenary, a gun for hire, to help escort people out of the city at the beginning when the plague first uh, took over. And so he, he helps them. Then it shows another flashback of Fender, the bad guy, holding with a little girl ho holding a barbed wire, which is wrapped around Jean-Claude Van Damme and two other people hanging over a well. Uh-oh. Connection here. Fender killed Jean-Claude Van Damme's post-apocalyptic family, apparently. Cuts back to the present. Uh, the girl wakes up. He tells her about the cure or whatever, and the girl's all excited about it, and uh, JCVD's like, I don't give a shit about the cure. Like, I've gotten used to this life. I want to kill Fender. I want, to, I want my revenge. So then yet again, another flashback. The first probably half hour to 45 minutes of this movie is... Just straight up flashbacks. 80s style, of course. And a, a lot of them, they use multiple times. Like, you can tell this is a very low budget movie, but it's still amazing. Uh, it shows Jean-Claude Van Damme putting his weapons away in a trunk for good. And uh, deciding to start a family on this farm with his post-apocalyptic uh, friends that he escorted out of the town. Cuts back to present, uh, shows Jean-Claude Van Damme and Nadi, 
who is the name of the girl that he rescued from the pirates. Shows Natty and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme walking through a city, and this is the first time that you finally see a girl infected with the plague. So I guess what the plague does is it causes your face to get boils, and it's excruciating pain, and then you just die. So they walk past this girl, Dinah. He gets a basketball back for a kid. Uh, and then after a while, he decides he's going to help Nady find Pearl, who's the cyborg. So she can find the cure. And then Jean-Claude Van Damme just wants revenge. So he doesn't care anything about the cure. A lot of uh, walking scenes and scenes of the boat sailing across the water. And at one point, honestly, I don't know how to say this girl's name. It's either Naughty or Nady or Natty. So I'm going to jump between all three of those throughout this podcast. Um, I'm sorry. So Nady and Jean-Claude Van Damme are ambushed by people in all camo, like their faces covered in camo. They got camo outfits on. And of course, Jean-Claude Van Damme does what he does best and beats like eight of them. Though Nadi herself isn't, you know, she isn't going to bend over easily. She fights this girl. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> she fights a dude on in this one. This guy's like holding her hostage. He, she gra- goes like this, grabs dude in the dick. He like bends over and she pushes him off of like, a three, four story building and he, the guy falls to his death. So Naughty is one and O with the dick grab. Jean-Claude Van Damme, eight and O. So they finally reach the beach and they see the ocean and instantly Naughty, Naughty, Naughty gets butt naked and runs into the ocean. She Probably hasn't had a shower in a while. I'm guessing post-apocalyptic world, it'd probably be pretty hard to get a shower. Then it cuts to Jean-Claude Van Damme naked, but it doesn't show. They don't show his butt in this movie, which was surprising. I thought that was in Jean-Claude Van Damme's contract that they had to show his butt on camera, but apparently not. I I don't understand it. A little disappointed to be honest with you, but whatever. So they're sitting by the naked, sitting by the naked, fired. No. Jesus. Paul, get your shit together. Sitting by the fire, naked. Wrapped her with blankets around him. There is yet another flashback to Fender killing Jean-Claude Van Damme's new family. Or post-apocalyptic family, I should say. So then it cuts back to the girl sitting there. Nadie and uh, Gibson naked and she's getting super juicy like she wants that v- JCVD dick like that damn dick so they're sitting there and she's trying to put the moves on them and takes the, the blanket down and Jean-Claude Van Damme is like no I'm not having it nope so instead of doing it with this hot chick that's right next to him it flashes back to when he used to make love to his post-apocalyptic wife before he died. And as 
uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is making his O face. The camera pans out. Who's watching from the windows? Fender. A little creepy, but hey, I mean, I guess TVs don't work, so they didn't have cell phones then either, so you gotta get your kicks off somehow. So then it cuts back to the present, and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme didn't leave the girl like she thought in the middle of the night. He's looking out over the water, and they decide they... Jean-Claude Van Damme says he sees where the boat went. So he... Then it flashes back to Pearl. Now we're looking at the girl who is the cyborg. And it flashes back to her volunteering to become a cyborg so she could transfer the information of the cure. And I... Part of me feels like there would have been an easier way of doing this instead of going through surgery to make a human into a cyborg. But, you know, post-apocalyptic. It just says in the future. It doesn't say when, though. So it cuts back to the present. And imagine that. Jean-Claude Van Damme found Fender pretty easily. Now, we are at zero, we're 30 minutes into this movie, and there has been zero splits by Jean-Claude Van Damme so far. Highly disappointing. Now, this was a low-budget movie. Maybe they didn't have enough money to pay for Jean-Claude Van Damme to be doing splits all the time. Maybe he charges per split. I don't know. Not too sure. And so, it shows them finding... Fender, and Jean-Claude Van Damme tells Nadi to wait there, and he's going to go take care of Fender. She, of course, doesn't listen, gets captured by Fender's gang, and then Jean-Claude Van Damme has to fight all of Fender's gang by himself. There's a scene with a dude spinning swords real fast, kind of like the Tim Burton's Batman movie. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if that was like... I guess that came out before this. So maybe they were just ripping off Batman at that point. That's a little shitty. A lot of slow motion fighting scenes. Every fight scene was almost a slow motion. And even the ones that weren't slow motion seemed like they were really slow. Like you could tell Jean-Claude Van Damme might have been trying to hold back because he didn't really want to hit anybody. So he was very precise with his movements, very slow. And then on top of that, they added slow motion to the majority of it. <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of these, this scene here where he's fighting the gangs reminds me of Mad Max. You find out that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is called a slinger and slingers kill pirates is what they say in the movie. And apparently Fender's gang is pi are our pirates so not only is Jean-Claude Van Damme obligated to kill them because they're pirates but he has a vendetta against Fender then uh, he sees a, his post-apocalyptic daughter who was holding the barbed wire uh, that killed everybody else but him 
as all grown up and she's Fender's girlfriend now and so he grabs Naughty who's knocked out at this point and heads for the sewer now there is extremely long overly long chase scene like Jean-Claude Van Damme literally runs around the corner from where they were and jumps down in a sewer but then they like slow motion on every single person running after him just running around the corner and this goes on for a good 10 minutes and I think they were just filling time at this point because there was really no it wasn't necessary at all so <laughs> so you know all the slow motion chase scenes it shows them running up to catch him in the sewer and in 47 minutes and 15 seconds I had a clip for this because it's pretty funny and I'm pissed my computer doesn't work. 47 minutes and 15 seconds into the movie, this dude's running up to the sewer and he slips and almost falls on his ass. But he catches himself and I guess they were like, fuck it, we that's good enough, leave it in. They didn't want to do it again. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. And then 48 minutes and 45 seconds into the movie, we finally see the one and only splits that Jean-Claude Van Damme does in this entire movie. And it's pretty awesome what he does. So they're in the sewers and this big WWE looking motherfucker is coming to try to find them. Jean-Claude Van Damme is in between like a little hallway, walkway, doorway thing in the sewer. Doing the splits, holding a knife, big ass knife up over his head. And as... Uh, the guy's walking in. Uh, he falls down, stabs dude in the head from the splits position. Pretty badass. They could use some more splits in this movie. Could use more JCVD, but more splits. That's my opinion. Uh, more shots of people running and walking through like a swamp. And... Finally, it's another fight scene. Jean-Claude Van Damme's fighting like four people. Natty is fighting one person. And with one fail swoop of a pocket knife, cuts off this lady's hand. Not too sure how that's even possible. I mean, it wasn't a very big knife, but it must have been sharp as hell. But of course, these WWE wrestlers were too much for Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he gets his ass kicked. So instead of killing him, what they decide to do is they decide to crucify uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. They hang him on a cross on the front of the ship and put arrows through his wrists and pretty much made Jean-Claude Van Damme the post-apocalyptic messiah. So, more slow motion shots of Fender's gang walking away. More flashbacks of every flashback that I just told you about. Except they're just going to show you them again two times over. But I guess it's like these memories are what gives Jean-Claude Van Damme enough power and strength to kick the cross in half and falls, and he, he breaks it over and falls down. Naughty shows up, cuts him free, and Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, that's it. I'm gonna fuck that's it. It's death time. 
This movie probably could have had about, I'd say, a half hour of it cut out of it, and it would have still been an amazing movie, and it probably would have been better. They would have cut out the half hour of slow motion and walking and running scenes that they obviously added for to add time to the movie. Then it would have made for a much better movie, I thought. But here we are. So we get to the final uh, fight scene. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme ambushes Fender's gang and kills them off one by one. Naughty takes out a couple people. Uh, she cuts a dude's head off with a big machete. So not only did she dick grab somebody to death, but now she's... Oh, and cut a hand off with a pocket knife, but now she cuts some dude's head off with a machete. She's pretty badass, I must say. So we get into the final fight scenes, which is a lot of slow motion fighting. It took an hour and ten minutes for Jean-Claude Van Damme to finally get into like his awesome kick martial arts stuff that everybody loves. That's a little bit too long. You need that... Bloodsport did it right. They had like all that shit right off the bat of him get training and doing the kicks and all the cool martial arts. I feel like they waited too long in this movie and I feel like this movie, this hour and a half long movie was a half hour too long. So, you know, Fender and Jean-Claude Van Damme are standing there shirtless and Fender is holding his breath and flexing real hard to try to look bigger than Jean-Claude Van Damme. And it doesn't work, like, at all. But, you know, I guess they had to make it look like he was the big bad guy. Like, bigger than Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, they added a bunch of ADR, obviously, after they got done filming for the fight scene. Because their mouths weren't moving, but yet they were saying stuff to each other. And, uh, yeah, so they fight... Jean-Claude Van Damme's getting his ass beat. Uh, his post-apocalyptic daughter comes and saves him. She gets stabbed by Fender because Fender goes crazy on a big old stabbing spree. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Naughty gets stabbed by Fender. He goes to stab his post-apocalyptic daughter, Jean-Claude Van Damme's post-apocalyptic daughter, and that's when Jean-Claude Van Damme gets up and starts kicking his ass and ends up stabbing Fender in the stomach. Well, that doesn't kill him. Fender gets right back up, and they're back into fighting. And it all ends, spoiler alert, with Fender getting kicked, roundhouse kicked onto a meat hook that just so happened to be hanging inside this warehouse. So that's how Fender dies. Which, if I remember correctly, in the sequels, I think they bring him back. I think Fender... The bad guy comes back in either the second one or the third one, but I'm not sure. But the final scenes is Gibson delivering Pearl with Naughty to Atlanta to the scientists. And the, the thing that I don't understand is the scientist that greets her is the same scientist who made her into a cyborg. So if you made her into a cyborg to, to transfer the information then how did she, then why did she go back to him? Why didn't she go to a different group of scientists? 
It seems like a big, long roundabout for the cure. But as the final uh, scene, as Jean-Claude Van Damme walks away, Pearl says to the scientist that I think he is the real cure for the new world. And that's the end of the movie. So, awesome movie. I loved it. I'd watch it again. If you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. Um, it's about 30 minutes too long, though. You could probably fast-forward through all of the... Uh, you could probably fast-forward through all of the walking scenes. Not necessary. There's a lot of running scenes. Not necessary. Uh, hopefully you can stand the slow motion fight scenes. Those were a little kind of rough to get through. Wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme's best fighting movie. But we've got a good one coming up for next month. We have... Uh, Kickboxer. Another canon movie released in 1989, same year as this movie. So, that's what we got going on right now for uh, July. And let me pull up the calendar here, let you know what date that's going to be coming out on. July 7th, first Saturday of the month, July 7th, Kickboxer. I hope you're another good one. So, I mean, he, he just killed it at the beginning, and I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. This has been Van Damme at Jean-Claude. I hope you had a Van Damme good time, and remember, Kumite. The squirrel was magic!